yo, yo, and hello and welcome to GameSpeak Podcast. New episodes go for free feed subscribers every Wednesday in audio format on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and all of your favorite podcast platforms, as well as in video format on YouTube so you can see us in stunning HD. Where we need you to hit subscribe and click that notification bell. We are streaming live every Monday at 7.50 p.m. CST on twitch.tv slash gamespeakpodcast, facebook.com slash group slash gamespeakpodcast, and on YouTube if you want to catch the show as it happens before anyone else. Be sure to go ahead and join our ever-growing community in the GameSpeak Podcast Discord at dsc.gg slash gamespeakpodcast to hang and talk games, battle and catch Pokemon, get show updates, find friends to play games with, and so much more. This show is three BFFs bringing you the hottest video game news of the week. I'm one of your hosts, Jamel Al Jafra, alongside Brent Bios. Uh, I got <laughs> What's the word? Yeah. Oh, oh, Devin's not here. That's the word. But it's all right, Devin. No, I'm just kidding. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> nah, he, he's a uh, he's very uh. Very sorry he couldn't make it this week. He had to go to an award show. He's winning a big award. Yeah, an award show for He's taking construction. Home the gold. Like yeah. I don't know how that works, but they give out awards for the best construction. Like, dude, this guy lays hammers down <laughs> on some nails. Like I would want to win the <laughs> never mind. Uh but I yeah. wanna know. What would you want to win? <laughs> no, but. but that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I hope he takes home the gold. I hope Devin. Oh, he's gonna take it home for sure, dude. He knows how to lay some wood for sure. Yeah. No, but um, I was gonna say (laughs) before we got the the episode going, I was talking about that song. It's like, well, I'm going hungry, and Brent apparently doesn't know this song, which is a lie. As soon as he hears it, he's gonna know it. Hold on, and I've got it for you guys right here. Give me. This is by Temple of the Dog. It's called Hunger Strike. Temple Strikes. of the Dog. Yeah, here, I'm going to skip to Hunger the... Hunger Strike. Because it starts out, like... Can we legally do this right now? Yeah, we're not making money. Here, hold on. I got it. It's right here. You don't remember the song? No, this is kind of a jam, though. I don't yep, go ahead. I do not know this one, man. That is hilarious. No, yeah. I don't blame you. Definitely you definitely sang it well enough. I would have I would have got it <laughs> if I, you know. I'm going hungry. <laughs> that it came out, you know, back in the day when everybody wanted to have the, the same voice. Yeah. You know, it's like. I've never even heard of Temple of the Dog before. I don't think they have any other songs that anyone knows except for that one. I mean, if maybe they do. That's like Alice in Chains. Like, a lot of people know a lot of Alice in Chains songs. I don't fucking know anything from Alice in Chains. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, that's true. But it's like it, I know that one song is like Yeah, they're gonna dumb the rooster. Yeah, something about a rooster. Something I do. about a rooster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something about a rooster. Yeah, yeah, I think that's their hit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know much. You're right. I don't know much about Alice in Chains either. But you know, that's not that's more our fault than Alice in Chains' fault because yeah. they have a lot of popular songs i think I'm we just, just weren't around i'm just at not that educated time. in the in the alice or the chains yeah definitely you know or alice in chains yeah. you know so like we we came way after that that was like early 90s you know that grunge like post grunge yeah. stuff where yeah. like 
you also had like some good Creed stuff going on there. You had um Love Creed. Yeah, you know, I love Creed. Creed's different though. Creed was like appealing to the masses, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I feel like people who listen to Temple of the Dog or like Alice in Chains are like the the hardcore versions of like post grunge, you know? Where they're like, I would never listen to Nickelback or Creed. See, I also I, find myself uh, now that I'm like 30 going back and listening to a lot of random shit and just like finding it more appealing than i used to you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like there's all kinds of weird shit that i used to not like that i'm into now you know what i mean and like oh same you know i don't know what it is your taste switches a little or something and then suddenly a song you didn't get was just like oh yeah or it's like you're older, you're more experienced. Yeah. You know, you're around the age of the the, the people who wrote, wrote it at it, that time. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, Connect I, I, I get better, what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, times are changing. <laughs> <laughs> like, things like that. But yeah, um, yeah. Tipple of the dog, everybody. If you're you know feeling it, go to, go check that out. Um, yeah. uh, be very surprised if you don't already know what that is. But anyways. Um, Somebody tunes in late, and it's just like <laughs> they just think we're talking about an actual temple with dogs. When they Dude, go, I'd go to a temple of the dogs. Like honestly, an that sounds like temple a great of dogs temple somewhere, and like they just get a sudden influx of people. They're like, uh, yeah, uh, Game Speaks in us. We're here for Temple of the Dog. They'd be just as confused. As I'm going hungry. <laughs> There's just the dog singing that up at the top. <laughs> they have to like feed it. Yeah, but like I was gonna say. um, what have you been doing, Brent? What has your life entailed oh, recently? Gosh, we haven't been around in a minute. You know? No, it's been a week. We 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 missed out last week because the roads were icy, you know. So we didn't want to get everybody dead over GameSpeak. Yeah. You know? So we were like, let's hold it off a week. We'll come back. It's not like we've got like you know, just people sitting there like, where the fuck is GameSpeak? Now there are some. There are some people, but you know, it's not like we're like fucking Joe Rogan over here. Yeah. You know, so we get we gave it a little break, saved some lives, you know, possibly. Had to save a few lives. At least. Yeah. At least. No, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't really do too much, man. You know, I've just been staying warm as best as possible, you know what I mean? Fucking I had a cool job for a little bit, and then I lost it. They just fired my ass right on the spot. I don't know. It's one of those situations where you just don't know what you even did. You just suddenly, you're just fired, you know? But now, I've got another job interview tomorrow, so a lot of job drama going on. Where's where's this interview at? Oh, gosh. It's at the the old Bloomin' Onion headquarters, bro. Here in Conroe? Uh Uh-huh. Dude. Oh sweet! I've, I've never actually eaten there before. You gotta come by. Yeah, I'm swinging by, and I'm gonna come in. I'm be like, "Hey, what's going on?" Honestly, you know, like, if I don't <laughs> if I don't get to fucking eat blooming onions regularly, I might. I'm just, quitting. I'm not even gonna. I'm no, I'm gonna do it. You Ask know? him if you're allowed to use a Australian accent though, like to kind of sell it. Good eye, mate. <laughs> Good eye, mate. Welcome to the Airbag Steak. Ass. You like wrestle their steak, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like bring an alligator with me to work. All the kids are like, yeah. <laughs> Or no, crocodile. I'm sorry. It would be way more Australian. It, to eat crocodile or no, to wrestle? wrestle? Yeah, to they wrestle just have crocodile. A, a crocodile. They should have like a crocodile pit in the middle of every Outback, Outback? Steakhouse where yes. like a guy dress up like in cosplay of, you know, Steve uh, Irwin, Steve Irwin yeah. you know, wrestles him. And he's like, that would be badass. Ain't she a beaut? You know, and then like you guys just fucking go at it. The problem is you'd have to find enough Steve Irwin impersonators that are good at wrestling crocodiles. It's easy, so dude. Like- you just find any white guy like around 35-ish. Yeah. 
throw the fucking safari clothes on him. Uh-huh. Make him talk with an Australian accent. He doesn't even have to look like him. Just yeah, but you have to be able to wrestle alligator or crocodile. No, trust bro. me, the crocodiles are trained. That it's a, it's a franchise, you know. So everybody, no, 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 they dude. got this fucking. We need this the sense of danger. You know what I'm saying? We need crocodiles like where when it's... we don't have uh you know our Steve Irwin impersonator around. Where they'll just like ferociously snap at like steaks that are left over. You know, they'll bring the out leftover all leftover Yeah, they'll bring out all the like, you know, cuts of fat and shit from the kitchen and just like throw them into the pit. The fucking crocs will freak out. It's, a, like, it's, oh, it's one crocky. Croc, one croc per. No, they'll be like, restaurant. they'll be like four crocs. There's got to be a bunch of them. So God they freak dang. out. We need a croc pit. You can't have a croc pit with just one croc. You in can, it. though. The croc will get lonely, dude. Not if Steve Irwin's in there. No, he calling no. him a beauty all day, to, like it, keeping his confidence they up. They need a couple, They need a little pile of crocs. maybe like a snake or something. No, yeah, yeah, no, like a python. You know, let them hang out. They need the croc homies. You know what I'm saying? A croc homie, dude. That, but the, it's dangerous. You know, like you. One, That's the one's point. dangerous. That's the whole point. <laughs> You go, it's the danger. There's like, there's like a, gla- a break glass if, if emergency, and there's a fucking like old like rifle. Like it's got to be like an old fucking like pirate ship rifle. <laughs> the oldest looking. Yeah. Flintlock. <laughs> you gotta out. like fucking yeah. just pump oh, that I shit. Missed. <laughs> the alligator rips him apart. Like <laughs> the family's just like what? <laughs> that's our third. <laughs> that's our third cosplay this week. You know, the, like, I don't know. The dad's like, don't worry. These things are all staged. <laughs> <laughs> As they pull his corpse out and, like, uh, throw it in the back. And another white guy dressed in the, you know, the get up comes out. And he's like, oh, it was all a game, mate. But, yeah, I, I think um, that would be fun. I'd yeah. go to Outback Steakhouse all the time if that was the case. Yeah, me too. But I'm definitely going to swing by if you work there because <laughs> I, I need to try a blooming onion. I've never had a blooming onion. You know, in my there's a lot life. of things I'm learning that you've never eaten. Never before the show, Jamel revealed to me that he's never eaten crab before. Never. Not a Not single once. crab. And, and there's no like real. Re- like, you, do you just like. It doesn't does it seem like gross to you or something? You've just never encountered a situation where you've gotten a chance to like eat some crab or like. I've just never been around people who are interested in seafood like that. Like uh, my family, we didn't eat seafood like other than like, you know, tuna. Yeah. And then like my girlfriend, long term girlfriend here doesn't eat seafood. So like I there's just never been a time where like, hey, let's go to fucking Papado's or, you know, or Long John Silver. (laughs) That's my two seafood restaurants I can think of. You know, we got to get you some. Crap. Yeah, though, yeah. I have had Long John Silver's before. Yeah. And let me tell you, the the obvious like, you know, real f- fucking seafood, the hush puppy yeah. is just perfect. Look, you know, I'm, you know I'm not going to sit here and act like uh, like Long John Silver's isn't fucking awesome. You know what I mean? I wish we had a Long John Silver still. Yeah, no, keep going. All the sorry, uh, sorry, everybody. We kind of went off on a little tangent there about Long John Silver's and and uh, you know food in general. No idea what it says on there. Uh, it says like you know you like some photographs. I don't know what you're trying I, to get I at. I do like some photographs. Look at this photograph. <laughs> oh, that's what they were talking about. Okay. Oh, ha-ha, the, the grunge era. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, damn. Was we're like, back. We're back. Yeah, we're back. Um, um, but yeah. So uh, what else did you do? Uh, you know, I did some things. I got. Okay. Okay. 
All right, here you go. Give us the good news. I had to look at my chat notes to, you know, I have this like thing, like a list of shit that I did this week in case I forgot, because I did forget. But uh, yeah, I also chipped in, and it was my girlfriend's nephew's birthday. Oh, nice. So we we all chipped in and we got him a Steam Deck. Oh, damn. Yeah. How old is this kid? He's, uh, I think he's 13 now. Oh, okay. That's that's Steam Deck time. Yeah, 13 or 14. <clears throat> you know, he's he's definitely old enough to, to I was imagining it, like you know a five-year-old, I mean? and you're just he... like, here's a fucking Steam Deck, <laughs> no. kid. No, he's been asking for a uh, PC, you know oh, what I mean? Because okay. he wanted to play Rust, right? So I was like, just get a Steam Deck, you know what I mean? I was Can like, you play Rust on a Steam Deck? Well, okay. Let me let me get into the story. Brent, you real fucked quick. it up, man. No, let me get into the story <laughs> real quick, okay? So I'm like, yeah, get a Steam Deck, man. And he's like, he's like, you can't you can't play Rust on the Steam Deck. I was like, I bet you can. And so I pulled it up on YouTube. I just went on YouTube and I typed in Rust on Steam Deck. And I, there's like five videos of people playing Rust on the Steam Deck. I pulled up a video, and this dude's like running around doing all the rusty shit, you know. And I'm like, look, he's this guy's playing Rust on the Steam Deck. So. That set off this spark inside of Tristan. This was like a while ago. You know what I mean? He runs in the room. He's like, I need a Steam Deck. That's what I want. Blah, blah, blah. And so. He's like, Uncle Brent know, said so. No. Basically, I mean, that's kind of like, you know, I did spark the, the enthusiasm within him. So I, I kind of felt like, okay, I need to chip in a little bit on this because I basically like made that what he really wants for his birthday. You yeah, know? yeah. In my mind, it was like, okay, this is seems like an easier thing on them than like a, a, PC. a laptop or a PC, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, because that's thousands. Yeah, so like, uh, you know, he went and asked for it. You know, I threw in a little money and like we all got together and like uh, we got him a, the Steam Deck, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like we have it ordered and on the way. And then my dumb ass decides to do a little more research about Rust because I'm like, you know, maybe I didn't really like look into it that much. So I, <laughs> I start researching it and it turns out it doesn't work right out of the box with like Linux. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to like fucking jailbreak it or some shit. <laughs> you got to, you, well, you got to, it's a little different because it's like basically it's just a pc so it's like it's not really even jailbreaking it you just have to install a second operating system and and then like dual boot it you know that's not bad it isn't too bad but it took like hours because i had to like you know download a bunch of shit on like a micro sd card and shit basically i put a whole windows operating system on this micro sd card that he's got so he can just like use windows if he's got the micro sd card inserted in his fucking steam deck now but when he's using windows he can play rust so it just nice. took, it took a while you know what i mean but i got it going for him hey you did you did the right thing <laughs> you know, you get, and now that gift will seem much more uh what's it'll be more impactful to yeah, him for he'll sure. look back and he'll be like yo my uncle brent he hooked it up <laughs> when I was 13, you know? Yeah, hopefully this will spark, because I know he's going to have to, like, figure some shit out for himself, but I, I basically showed him how to get on YouTube. I was like, look, if you got any problems, you know, I walked him through installing Windows and stuff, but it's like, I don't think any of that shit absorbed, but basically what I was trying to show him is, like, you can go on YouTube and just 
do exactly what they say step by step and like you know what i mean and learn how to do most of the shit if you just you kids know are I mean? tech savvy these days he'll figure yeah, it out he, he's 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 smart for his age he really is you know what i mean so and he yeah. seemed thrilled to be able to play rust you know what i mean so for sure i was happy he was happy you know what i mean it was, nice. a, it was a good time you know what, yeah. I mean? what all what did you do this week uh, I didn't do too much, but I did play um, this board game that I got for Christmas from my sister called Munchkin. <clears throat> I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's like a it's like a simplified like board game version of D and D. Like the it's to get like everyday people into the type of gameplay, I guess. But like you basically you have these little standees, and there's like a male version and a female version, and you pick whichever you know gender you want to be you all start on level one on the board it goes from one to ten level one to level ten it's just a tall board and you start at one so everybody starts as a human level one so whatever level you are on the board is what level you are attack power or whatever plus whatever multipliers and stuff you get from your like uh you know points or uh, like your cards so everybody starts with eight cards and like some of those cards will be races or um, uh, classes or whatever. So like at the very beginning, if you like draw like an elf, you know, uh, race and you want to use it, it comes with like, you know, different bonuses or like cons or whatever. You can place it down. Everything placed down in front of you placed up is your is your in play cards or whatever. So or you might get like a cool like item card or like a treasure card that says like you can be a half breed where you can be two different races plus you know like a whatever and then you get curses but the whole way that you move up in levels is like so every time it's your turn you have to draw a card from the like the a door card and this phase is called kicking in the door so you kick in the door and it may be a monster, it may be a curse, or it may be an item. So if it's a monster, you look at the level at the top, and if you are the same level or uh, like if you're the same level or lower, you lose. And if you're, um, you know, the if you're above the level, like an attack power and level, then you win and you get to move up a level. And you in down at the bottom of the card, it'll say how many treasures you can draw or whatever or loot. And so you pull your loot or whatever. Um, but then, like, if you lose to a monster, you have to go down a level, and then you have to roll a die for... And if you get five or six on the die, then you don't get hit with the bad stuff, which is, like, every monster card has this part that says the bad stuff. So, like, if you lose, it'll be, like, you have to uh, discard all of your items, or, like, um, now you have, like, a chicken on your head, for the so your headgear is gone, or whatever. So, like, you literally, like... You know, you have item cards that'll be like gear or like right hand, left hand, blah, 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 blah. You can put it down. It's really interesting. It, it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's Are fun. you fighting against other people at all or is it just like Slay the Spire in, in board game form? It, like? It's like Slay the Spire, but like you can <sighs> um, you can like work with people. Like if somebody's a higher level than you, you may draw a card that says like if you put this card in play, then if you request for a... Um, a person of a higher level like any person you request that's a higher level than you has to help you in a fight so like if you go up against a monster that's too high of a level for you you can be like you have to help me you know so then their point their uh you know health gets added to yours and then you can win that monster move up a level or whatever 
or um, they come in and you both lose because it's not enough. You just draw them in because you know it's going to screw them up and drop them down a level. And then they have to roll to see if they can escape with the five, you know, or whatever, the five oh, and the okay, six. that's fun. Um, so you can, like, backstab people. You can work with people. But you can't, like, directly PvP. No, but you can throw a monster at them. Like, so, like... um. You know, there's like curse cards that are like uh, so you can Pokemon their ass. Yeah, well, no, no, because no, the monster's not technically on your side, but you may draw a monster into your hand, and like you can, uh, or like a, a card that says like play this card with a monster uh, on any opponent you want, and they have to you know fight that monster or whatever. Um, and so like you can just put it down Damn. and do shit like that. It, it's fun. That um, sounds fun. It's really strategic. Like once you get going. What's the game called? Munchkin. Okay. Yeah, it's I'm gonna a, have to look into that. That one right there. Oh, okay. Munchkin yeah, that sounds Deluxe. like a lot of fun. But yeah, so if you like RPGs or like, and you want to try and get somebody, like a family member who's not really into like nerdy shit, but you are, and like you just want to play that kind of game, this is a good like. Doesn't matter if they like that stuff; they'll love playing it because it's strategic. It's just like a card game, basically. But like you have little standees, and they have a different version. Like this is the deluxe version that comes with the the board, which makes it even simpler. Like if you just buy the normal version, it's just a deck of cards, and then you keep your points written mm. down like on paper. But I was like, I'd rather have the board so everybody can see what's happening. Well, yeah. you don't have to record your points with the board. No, because you can see what level you're on, and then you see your cards like. So, oh, okay. like, if you played without the board, you would have to be like, I'm on level two or whatever. You're trying to get to level 10. Yeah. So, the first person to level 10 wins. And you can, like, do all these different ways to get to level 10 or to level nine. But once you get to level nine, the only way to move up to level 10 is to beat a monster. Oh, so, okay. like, uh, before you might draw a card that's like, move up a level, you know, and then you can move up one yeah. level. Or you might, uh, there's uh treasure cards like you know item cards and down at the bottom it says how much they're worth like 300 gold 400 gold whatever if you have two cards that are worth a thousand gold you can sell them and move up a level or whatever okay. things like that so unless you're at level nine you can't do that to get to level 10 uh, so you okay. have to fight a monster to go to level 10 okay. so but anyways that's basically how to play the game super fun it's very simple um, once you get the hang of it, you know, and then uh, everybody has fun. It's up to six players. So oh, that sounds fun. And it's definitely I think the more people that play, the better, because you have more people that can like team up and fight against each other. Yeah. Or, like, you know, you can just throw curses out on people all the time. It's fun. Anyways, um, it's probably the most Mario Party board game I've ever played. Like it has that level of like. Like, it's got, like, you know, some skill, but then also, like, random stuff will happen, and you're like, oh, my fucking goodness, and, like, just piss people off. <laughs> so, but, um, anyways, that's about it. Let's jump into currently playing. Ah, uh, yeah. What have you been playing? Well, uh, not too much. Let's see. You know, I'm just, you know, forever playing Baldur's Gate 3 for the rest of my life, pretty much. Uh, uh, I tested out the DLSS update in Starfield, and it did make it feel super duper smooth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but other than that, Starfield feels pretty much it's the exact same game. They haven't changed it. They haven't changed it, and and that's okay. You know, I don't expect them to change anything in games. But like when I I went back and tried to play a little more, and it's just kind of like I don't know, man. I just can't get into it as much as I can the other. Like I went and played Fallout seventy six after I played Starfield. And I was like, 
kind of digging Fallout 76 more than Starfield, honestly. Like, they've done a lot of work to Fallout 76. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even, like, trying to, like, shit on Starfield No, right no, now. it's true. Like, Fallout 76 has just really gotten a lot of attention, and it's, it's a lot better as a game. Like, you know what I mean? That, and I think Starfield is very... It's, like, as... As you know, big. Uh, I think it's more focused on skills than it is on storytelling and narrative yeah. and stuff. It's like, yeah, there's a lot you can do with the skills, but there's not much you can do story wise. Like, no matter how many times you go through, it's the same there's story. A lot of really boring quests with no real payoff. You yeah, know, which I I don't like very much. You know what I mean? Some of the quests just feel kind of soulless. You know what I mean? Definitely. They. I feel like they could have made it a lot deeper, and I hope they do. I hope they put out some DLC that just changes the game fundamentally but Uh, i've been playing uh those and then i've also got the last of us remaster the last of us 2 remaster because it was only 10 bucks and i was like fuck it all i'll get it you know doesn't look any different it honestly doesn't look any different like (laughs) is that everyone was saying they showed the trailers exactly the same (laughs) like it's crazy how like i mean it already looked amazing so yeah it looks great like and it always looks great like you know i played it pretty recently and like i honestly can't tell any difference i feel like they just threw the remaster name on there so they could just make more money i will they uh they do have that um uh what's it what's it called roguelite mode yeah yeah. i mean which is pretty cool but after playing the assassin's creed or uh not assassin's creed well well actually the assassin's creed one too the assassin's creed and the god of war one both have a better roguelite mode you know what i mean but it's still fun to have an extra mode to play with, you know what I mean? And the game yeah. is, in my opinion, still a masterpiece. Like, I really like the story that is told in the game, you know what I mean? I feel like it's one of the better, like, video game stories ever made, you know what I mean? Yeah, I still need to one day somehow play that, but I'm never going to buy a PlayStation, so here's hoping it comes to PC eventually because... I'm sure it will. Yeah, I, the I mean, first the first one already, did, so... Yeah. I just have to wait till the second one comes to PC so I can finally finish that story. Honestly, you could watch the first season on like, you know, HBO and then play the, you know. Oh, I played the first game. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, I want to know what happened. Like, everybody's hyped up how good the story and shit is in the second one. So I'm like, it's really good, bro. It's definitely, I'm sure it'll come to PC. I feel like the whole reason they're remastering it is so they can put it on PC. That makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, that's all I've been playing. Okay. All right. I played quite a bit of things, like just randomly, because I I, I told you I was watching. uh, I know you've been on that Peggle. Oh, yeah. Definitely been playing Peggle. Um, (laughs) Peggle 2, to be specific, on Game Pass. Um, And. That's a really fun game. Uh, it's just a good good time waster. Oh, I tried Pal World also. Oh, me too. Well, yeah, we got to talk about yeah. Pal World. I played a lot of Pal World. I played a little bit of Pal World. I didn't like play very much. I've got a lot of shit unlocked. I can't and, like... stand fucking survival games. Like I really can't. Mm. And like I really wanted to like Pal World because everybody's into it, but I just fucking hate survival games so much. It's so man. fun though, <laughs> but uh, especially once you like get your whole like slave trade going, you know, with your Pokemon yeah. or your Palamon. Um, and uh, what's its name? Uh, it also pisses me off because I worked so hard to get the original, like the balls at the beginning, and then like I just tap RB on accident and throw, throw my fucking ball off into space. I'm like, I worked so hard to get the fucking little fragments for that. Like, ah, uh, nah, there's I little fragment spots game, everywhere. I know there are, but it just pisses me off. Man. Well, I, 
Um, yeah, I think uh, it isn't Unreal though, so you could probably Unreal injector it and play that shit in VR. Oh, dude, that would be tight. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, Hans uh, like came up with a pretty good name for them. He calls them uh, Pokey Pokey Knots or po- or Pokey. Have y'all been playing Pokey together? Nons. Yeah, we've been playing and like. Oh, okay. See, that's probably why you're having a good time. I probably have a lot more fun if I was like playing with people. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like I was already in survival games like for a little while there because I've been watching The Walking Dead, like trying to get into it. But like, um, I will say this: this is gonna sound insane, but the most fun I've ever had with a survival game, I think, is and I, I played this like a couple weeks ago. I just forgot to talk about it, but. Fortnite has a fucking Lego oh, heard, mode, yeah. bro. The Lego shit in Fortnite is so much fun and so fucking beautiful, dude. Like I've heard, I've heard, but see, I like <sighs> Power World's fun and everything, but it's not really doing it for me because I like the the fear and the danger of of survival games, and like it feels just too like happy and hype and stuff, and there's not really too much going on. But, like, it is in beta or whatever. But, like, because I was watching The Walking Dead, I just got to, like, season four or whatever. And I was like, man, I, this really makes me want to play, a, like, a survival game. Like, um, and so I hopped on uh, State of Decay 2 Juggernaut Edition, which is on Game Pass. And I'm pretty far into that. Like, I've just been playing it for a while. Got, like, a nice base and chilling and stuff. But it's not as survivally it's not as open i do like the state of decay games i was actually just sitting here trying to think of like survival games that i like actually enjoy and like mm-hmm. only a couple come to mind state <clears throat> of decay is a fun game the forest is good too if you if you play i don't like other the people. forest man i just like i don't know what it is man i will say i enjoy fallout 76 i know that like that's uh, technically a survival you know game. you have to drink water and eat food and shit you know what i mean even though like you don't have to do it very much which is like probably why i like it yeah you don't have to think about it very much you know what i mean well that's the but fun part the base building and stuff you know? yeah the fun part about survival games is building a base to where you don't have to worry about that stuff like yeah. you you know it's it's the oh i'm so close to just I just got to unlock one more thing or I got to build one more thing that I can get Oh, like unlimited water or like, you know, unlimited food or whatever. Like it just becomes like a task, like a check mark thing. Like I'm just checking off stuff on a list and it's fun to me as like a, um, a person who's like a, uh, a collective, what are, what do you call it? Like somebody who likes collectathon games. I just need some purpose mixed in, man. You can't just yeah. put me in like the wilderness or something like the forest was like better about that than other yeah, it has games. a story. Like, it's got a cool story mixed in, you know what I mean? But a lot of survival games don't, it's no. just, it's just some fucking, like, well, you create your there, own you know? stories, you know. You know I guess, man, because it's the one you're. You're probably also not playing ones with like open world server or with a, like um like sixteen players and stuff like that. Like a lot of the times, the fun comes from interacting with other people. Like um yeah. <clears throat> like your story is you trying to survive against this other guy or this other like annoying like group of people. Um. But like, uh, I, I played DayZ, which is only on console Game Pass. So like, I uh, put it up on uh, Xbox, and oh my gosh, that game is hard as shit. Like that's yeah, that's like one of the first like ones that apparently that they ever made. Like one of the first uh, survival like that type of survival game came out like early like two thousand something. It was originally a mod for Arma Three. Yeah, yeah. and dude, it's it's insane. Like it, I just like. I played for like an hour and found nothing. Like I finally found a can of tuna. 
like to, to I was like slowly dying. I finally found a can of tuna. And I was like, fuck yeah. But I couldn't open it. Like the only way you could oh, open no. it is with like a hatchet or something. Shoot that shit. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I found a gun, but there was no ammo. And then I found uh and I had a knife, but it wouldn't let me use the knife to open the can of tuna. That's bullshit. Yeah, I think that's fucked up. I honestly but. if you're gonna have that mechanic in a game where you gotta <laughs> open the can of tuna, you should consider all the different ways of opening a fucking can of tuna. There's like know? no hatchet only. Or you like You should be uh, able to smack it on the fucking side of a counter if you want to, but lose like twenty five percent of your tuna. That's how it works with the hatchet if you don't use a can opener like if you hit it with a hatchet you lose a certain amount of the the tuna or whatever like but yeah it it was interesting to play for an hour and literally get nothing and then like die and i was like fuck this i'm done with this so (laughs) so i tried that i hate games like that man i can't yeah do it dude i don't know so but i've I've got my one genre i just can't do (laughs) like i've fucking played so many games like that i just hate it one day you'll play with someone like with me or with like a a group of people and it'll click but you know that i played a bunch of survival this week so i played daisy played state of decay 2 played power world all survival shit and then uh you know, played some Warzone, uh, you know, with the update and everything. And the update completely just crashed the game for like a day. But um, that, that's basically all I played. Um, just a bunch of rando shit. Cool. Um, anyways, uh, let's get into the video game news. Now, just so you guys know, we are using articles from gaming news sites from around the web. And we do not claim any of the articles as our own. We're simply giving commentary on all these articles. We're just bringing them all to one place. That that's yeah. We're just wrapping them, wrangling them all up, just wrong and putting them all in one little pin. You know? Yeah, and just so we can uh, knock this out, like since we were talking about Power World, Power World's astonishing success swelled over the weekend with the Pokemon with guns survival and crafting game shooting up Steam's most played games list and selling millions more copies uh, power world launched on january 19th in early access form on steam as well as on xbox and windows pc day and date with game pass power world overtook cd project uh, cyberpunk 2077 to set steam's fifth highest peak concurrent player count with one uh billion no one i don't know how to count that's one million one million two hundred ninety one thousand nine hundred sixty seven uh, players uh, at the same time on Valve's uh, platform. So Power World is currently the most played game on Steam ahead of Behemoth's Counter-Strike 2, Dota 2, and PUBG. It is just the sixth game ever to hit 1 million concurrents on Steam. Uh, there are a number of Steam records that go along with this success. Uh, Power World is now the most played Japanese developed game ever on Steam. It's uh, developer Pocket Pairs based in Tokyo. Ahead of previous record holder, you know Nintendo's across the street, like just, just mad uh, as hell. No, just, just like... w- with a sniper, like <laughs> w- uh, they got fucking Shigeru Miyamoto, like fucking just waiting for somebody to walk by a window. Um, it says ahead of previous record holder Elden Ring, so they they passed up Elden Ring. Jesus, and, yeah, and Power World they pass up Elden Ring. Yep, dude? Uh, and Power World is the second most played game. Most played paid game ever on Steam, behind PUBG's uh, perhaps insurmountable peak concurrent figure of three million uh, something, but which uh, was set before the battle royale went free to play. Meanwhile, they're pu- probably making so much fucking money right now. Dog. Yeah, like- it's a four-person 
team Holy that made this shit, dude. Yeah, that, dude, imagine they're the next thing that they money. make, like for real, like. Well, they just got to keep making this one good. Like you know, they just got to keep adding shit because this is in beta. Yeah, but I mean, like, let's be real. You know, four person team developed this. Like, you know, I say make it. You know, you know, keep adding on to it for a while, but like. Hire some fucking people and make another game, but this time have like a fucking you know crazy foundation developed by like you know. They should make Pal World gold. You know what I'm saying? Let's just. Oh shit! Heart gold. That's what I'm saying. Soul gold, heart silver. They just swap it. (laughs) I was gonna say they gotta make it unsuable somehow. But uh, gotta find a color that hasn't been used yet. Meanwhile, pocket pair. Uh, Pocket Pair said Pal World had sold over 5 million in about three days, with 86,000 copies selling per hour. For context, Insomniac's Marvel's Spider-Man sold 3.3 million copies in its first three days on, on sell. Sony Santa Monica Studios' God of War sold 3.1 million in three days, and Naughty Dog's The Last of Us 2 sold 4 million in the same time period. So it, it outsold every Sony first-party studio game. That's the, nuts, yeah, bro. <laughs> Power World then has sold faster than the fastest selling first party PS4 exclusive ever in a three day sales window. Um, all this despite its availability day one on Game Pass. While Power World is a clear smash hit, it is not without controversy. Last week, IGN reported on how some Pokemon fans were taking to social media to point out striking similarities between Power World's pals and the Pokemon themselves. Elsewhere, Darks. the yeah. Elsewhere, <laughs> the po- snitch. <laughs> Apparently, they were getting like death threats and something like from twelve-year-olds that are like, "No, you leave the Pokemon alone." But uh, it says the Xbox version continues to lag behind the Steam version in terms of key features and updates. Power World's enormous launch has seen its server struggles as well, but that's a given. It's a four fucking person team, you know, like. It's insane. It's dude. impressive for what it is. Yeah, and the game's selling for what, like twenty-five bucks. Yeah, it, like thirty bucks or something. Super cheap. Yeah, like okay, say thirty. Times, so that's insane, dude. Like just the amount of money. There's like a hundred fifty million dollars right there. Hell yeah! Like just on you know like that's just on Steam. You know like yeah. I'm, imagine it's sold on PlayStation as well. Like on the PlayStation Store and then on Xbox. Who like some people don't just use Game Pass shit. They'll uh, just yeah, buy. I didn't them. even think about that. Like on consoles, it's probably killing yeah. it. Oh man. Yeah, that they're like Nintendo's going to kill them. Like they're <laughs> they're not gonna just sue them. They're gonna Have make sure this never happens. The mod that turns all the like the Pal World pals into Pokemon and then turns you into Ash. Like yeah, I'd be like, no. I no, want no. that mod so bad though. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Oh yeah, dude, the game's so fun. It's so it's so dumb. It's so fun. Like I I was showing Brittany earlier. I'm like. Look at this game. And she's like, oh, they're cute, you know? But then I'm like, now watch as they work in my base. And, you know, and I have them, like, literally doing hard labor in the mines. And, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I literally, my base is just a work camp for a fucking pal world. You know, they're, they're like, <clears throat> every time I start working on something, <laughs> like, a couple of lamb balls will come over and they just start helping me. Yeah, I got a know? lamb ball. Yeah. Way. But I've got, like, a shit ton of stuff. I, I've got, like, this uh, Fox Sparks, which is, like, a fucking... I guess like a, I don't I don't even know what you would call it like a Vaporeon or something. Oh no no, Vaporeon's water, right? Yeah. W- what's the fire? Uh, 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 Jolteon. A, yeah. No, that's a electric. Um, oh, Flareon. Flareon. It's like a Flareon, and so like he he follows me around. He keeps me warm, like and gives me light at night. Like he's the one that I always have walking with me, and I built a harness for him to where I can pick him up and use him as a flamethrower. 
Like literally, I can just pick up my Pokemon and just flamethrower people and he'll he'll like so I have like a um a, a kiln or whatever you call him to like make iron ingot and so like he'll come over and he'll blow his fire into it to make the ingot oh, that's and badass. like if I'm cooking something he'll come over and help with it to make it go faster and shit oh, like that's tight oh yeah that you find some crazy stuff like and then I've got a harness for my uh my dire wolf or whatever like I'll just ride him around like uh he's just a mount basically and so like you can fly like if you build a harness for like one of the flying ones and it's just a cool game dude it's just stupid it's stupid but it's fun um anyways let's what do you got you got over there oh shit let's see um well i guess we should talk about the xbox yeah let's do the developer conference um I have got to pee, so just start reading it. I already know what's what's in it. I'll I didn't be right. really write an article about it, but I've got some info about it. I can just tell you what happened, basically. Yeah, you just give everything that came out. You got the dates and everything, like release dates and stuff. Uh, no, Here, I don't on. have any of that shit. Hang on, I'll look it up. The article. Yeah, do that. Do that. Do that. Go ahead and do that. Here. Oh shit! All right. Let me tell you about this Microsoft Direct that happened. Okay, so basically they came out and they started talking about, you know, uh, Aria History Untold and, uh, you know, Hellblade 2, which we expected, you know. We knew they were going to come out with that shit, you know what I mean? And uh, Hellblade looks really nice, like the graphics look really good and stuff. Aria, I'm not really 100% sure about it. It kind of looks like a civilization type game or something like, you know, I'm still not 100% sure like what it is, but I think it's something like that where you're like, you know, creating a, a historical world or something. Aria? Yeah. Or but then they were like, I don't know. To be honest with you, Hellblade and Aria, I'm both just like, I don't give a shit about. You know? No, I me mean? either. And like, I want to, but I just don't. But then they like busted in and they're like, Square Enix is here. Surprise, bitch. And they were like, we got the new uh, mana game coming out. Yeah, the first time mana, a mana game is ever coming to Xbox. Yeah, so that's pretty exciting. You know, a little surprise announcement. But then we got to see Avowed, which I think is what a lot of people were excited about. You know what I mean? But to me, honestly, it kind of lessened my excitement for Avowed once we saw this. Like, some, really? Something about it just looks like it's going to be <laughs> shitty to me. You know what I mean? You know how Xbox do. They like to they like to do that. They like to give you uh, I really wanted Devout to be good and I just hope it doesn't suck. It's ass. BioWare, right? It's Obsidian. Obsidian, Obsidian. Yeah. yeah, so I mean they did the uh uh what was the other one? The uh the space last one, one they did was Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Yeah. And they're doing Outer Worlds 2 right now. Yeah. So they're doing both of these games. Um, you know, so hope they're not spreading themselves a little too thin here, you know what I mean? I mean, Combat yeah. looks like a flashier version of Skyrim, but that's not really saying much considering how like chunky Skyrim's combat is. You know what I well, mean? I think the thing about this that looked interesting to me was the fact that like they were trying to show you all the different like ways you could go about your combat. Like you could dual wield yeah. guns. 
There's actually guns, and then you could dual wield. Uh, I like the wands. Wands. That was pretty cool. I want a gun and a wand. Swords, shields, all that wand. stuff. It, it's based on the world of Pillars of Eternity, which I've never played. So like that's. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why like they're There's trying to show off and all shit this shit. Pillars of Eternity. Yeah, the, it, it's literally the same world and everything, just a first person like RPG in in that world. So that's why they're they kept showing like the different like combat things because i think it was like a reference to the to the game they're trying to be like oh see like pillars of eternity you can do these different things but it's like i don't know we'll see like uh, i think they need to show us more of the story more of like what's actually happening in the rpg aspects um but it i i think it looked good like uh visually other than like some of the npcs looked a little like i don't know like fucking like basic i don't know yeah, they, it, the whole thing kind of lacked a little bit of polish, but I'm hoping that by the time it comes out, that it uh, that they clean it up. I don't know. Like I'm gonna play it. You know, I just I'm a little weary of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the weird thing is, is like it's also the people that made Fallout New Vegas. So it's like, yeah. Come on, guys. We know you got it in you. You know, like yeah, there's something sure. in it. Maybe they blew it all on New Vegas. Like I don't but, know. We'll, we'll see. But, you know what I mean? Yeah. It says. Uh, but is, then uh, after that, they showed well, off. Well, hold on. Release date. Uh, they they said it's coming fall 2024. Uh, okay. They didn't give an exact date for this. Fall. So, I mean, I That's think. That's not too bad. We'll see it. Yeah. And, and then, um, yeah. The, oh, yeah. What were you going to say? The, oh, I was just going to say. And then the big one, you know, they talked about. Uh, Indiana. Indiana. Now, well, one thing. But Hellblade 2, we saw like the 50th trailer for it. Um the, the 50th, 50th anniversary trailer. 50th trailer um so but they finally gave us a release date it's may 21st so like it's coming in like you know three months or something so thank goodness we'll never have to see this again once it's out in like three months oh no they're but, gonna drop like 20 more trailers oh, before get, that game comes out they're like this time we wanted to make it a quick experience and like so the, <laughs> the game's only eight hours it took them this long to make an eight hour long game it's actually uh, kind of ridiculous because I guarantee you it's going to be just like the first game. They're like, you it's completely I mean? different. I was like, it literally really, like, looks exactly the same. I just feel like we're, everybody's way too hyped about Hellblade 2. It's like, did y'all even play Hellblade 1? Yeah, it was trash. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's not like the worst game I've ever played, but like, it's it, not like. It was not good. It's not like crazy or anything. Like, the best part about Hellblade the original Hellblade was the VR implementation they did, and like uh, that, that's not even going to be a thing in the new one. You know what I mean? I don't know. No, I mean, I mean, maybe. Don't get me wrong. The graphics look sick, but I just like I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think they just got a little too f- far. On, like they were like, we got actual, you know, psychotherapist people to to tell us what it's like. I'm like, dude, you're never gonna know. It doesn't matter how like somebody tells you it, it feels like it's not. Like, just because you got, like, binaural, like, sounds going on, like, it's not... I mean, don't get me wrong, the audio design is crazy, and, like, the graphics are great, and, But I don't like, give a fuck. And, like, like, the actual story is pretty cool. Like, I, I don't have any problem with, like, Hellblade. Like, I think it's a pretty cool game. It's I just, game. It's just a very average game to me, you know yeah. what I mean? Especially considering how, like, built up it is. It's like a double-A game made by a triple-A company. Like, it, it doesn't make sense to me, like... They're just putting all their effort into sound design, visuals, 
and then like there's no gameplay. It's just a it's a glorified walking simulator. I mean, there's puzzles and there's combat, but it's not. Neither one is like super it's like crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's crazy because the people who make this game is Ninja Theory. Like, why is Ninja Theory being wasted on this? Like, I don't understand. Like, they could do something so much better. Um, because like what was what else did Ninja Theory do? I always forget. Um, they did uh. I don't know. Didn't they do like Dead or Alive or something like that? They did uh, the DMC Devil May Cry re- reboot in 2013. That sounds terrible. Um, so maybe they weren't good. Um, they did Heavenly say, Sword. That the one everybody <laughs> Yeah, and they did Heavenly Sword. They did Kung Fu Chaos back on the oh, original. Oh, <laughs> I love Kung Fu Chaos. That's where I knew a Ninja Theory yeah. from. Yeah. Dude, that's one of my favorite games ever, bro. And then look at them. Wasting that talent. They could be making Kung Fu Chaos, you know, like reboot right now. Shit, dude. But instead, we're getting this bullshit. No, I'm just no honestly, like like I said, I really don't think Hellblade is that bad of a game. But I don't think it's that great of a game either. I'm just very no. like, you know, like, it's a solid eight for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's just because the story is decent, you know, and the audio and the graphics are really great. You know, I mean, it's got a lot of pluses, but like, you know. It felt like God of War without the the fun parts to me. That's what it, it felt like. It it was just God of War reboot with no fun. Man. <laughs> but like, um, but anyways, uh, we also got the uh, release window for the uh, Square Enix uh, Visions of Mana. It's coming in the summer, and then Aura is coming. Um, they didn't say. All right, so now let's get back over to. Indiana Jones. Yeah. The things that matter. Yeah. This is from Machine Games. Machine Games. The, the guys who did well, the Wolfenstein. started out with old Todd Howard, like, epically walking through a hallway, and he's like, it's always been a dream of mine to do an Indiana Jones game. And when I approached Lucasfilms with this project, they, they just, they loved it, you know? They wanted everything to do with it, and they just poured their heart into it, and I was just so overwhelmed, you know? That's so, awesome. Is that blah blah blah? You know that's that's not a direct quote. I don't know. I'm just, I think it's a direct quote. You know, no, I'm just close enough, right? But anyways, he kind of went off a little bit, and then he walked epically down this hallway. He's like, "Let me take you over to Machine Games, show you what we're working on." And then it cuts to fucking you know Indiana Jones bullshit, and it looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I was surprised. It was first person perspective uh, from the trailer, at least. Did you play did. Wolfenstein: New Blood? Um, yeah. It's fucking awesome. Or not New Blood. What was the the second one? They did all the new Wolfensteins, right? Yeah, Wolfenstein 2, though, specifically. New Colossus. New Colossus. Yeah. yeah. That game was so fucking good. Yeah. There's, like, you're thinking of... Ye- no, new Blood was the, the one that got bad reviews because they old, tried to do like a old blood? co-op. Yeah, Old Blood was the first one. And then they did New Colossus. No, no, because no, there's... Okay, so there's Wolfenstein... Uh, remake, and then there's Old Blood, which was like a spinoff of the first one, where you're like just killing a bunch of Nazis. And then there's Wolfenstein Two. Let's see. Hold on, Machine Games. They did uh, Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus, Wolfenstein: The Old Blood. Right, that's the spinoff. Wolfenstein: one. The New Order. Yeah, that's the first one. 
Yeah, and then they didn't put the the one the new blood one. Oh, young blood, Wolfenstein Young Blood, which was the one that got them bad reviews. Which actually wasn't that bad of a game if you like go back and play it. Like it just I don't know why everybody decided to fucking go in on that one so hard. But like I mean, it's not as good as their other games. Yeah, but like the old old blood wasn't as good as like one and two, but it didn't get like cremated by the fucking like you know reviewers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't really understand where all the hate for young blood comes in but i didn't play it so i don't know it's okay i mean like it's the gameplay you can tell is tailored to be like a two-player experience and i think a lot of people probably tried to play it one player and like you know didn't didn't have too good of a time you know what i mean but like i don't know all in all i think it's a pretty fun game like it's yeah you know it's definitely not as good as two and you know every every machine games game i've played i've enjoyed so like so i'm really excited for this one I'm glad they're doing first person. It looks very Wolfenstein. It's even got Nazis in it. The like graphics Wolfenstein. look epic, like from the oh, yeah. little bit of you know footage they showed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see about the combat because like it showed him whipping people's guns out of their hands and like whipping people in the leg and like. And it even had over. the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, yeah, and they had the. Uh, he pulled out his uh, you know iconic pistol and shot some guy. You know, so we know we got at least the pistol and the whip. You know, what and I mean? he picked up like a hammer and threw it at somebody yeah. off of the ground. So I think there's going to be a lot of stealth going on is probably what's going to be going. Yeah. And which is fine because they had that in Wolfenstein too. There's probably a also, lot of unarmed combat too. It showed him punching like a lot neck of people. Breaking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be a lot like first person Uncharted really. You know what I which mean? Which would like, be tight because yeah. I, I, I want a first person Uncharted. I'm glad they didn't go the third person route. Me too. It feels so tired more of original this way. Yeah. yeah. And I just like a good first person game. You Me know? too. Especially with really good graphics. I don't know. I just get lost in that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they talked about it how there's gonna be like a lot of puzzles like just like puzzles you can pass up and stuff like that that'll just be around that looks that's gonna be so cool i can't wait to go explore a temple or something and like the plot of the game seems interesting like the great circle yeah the great circle and he like draws this big line around the world which implies that like the game is gonna take you like around the world which means we're gonna have tons of different levels and locations and like you know environments and shit which i think is pretty neat yeah definitely means it won't be open world it'll probably be like open areas you know i'm thinking which is fine areas, with me. You know? It likes probably like Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider yeah, yeah. Which is, you know. It's a good game. Good game. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's all I want. I just want a good game. You know, and, yeah. and it's coming to Game Pass. They got Troy Baker doing the, the, the Harrison Jones. Yeah. Uh, was, yeah. He sounds just like him. He does a good. He's such a great voice actor. I think if you got Troy Baker signed on to your game, you are automatically throwing down a smash hit. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. Like, he was in Uncharted too so that's the, the yeah. interesting thing he was in uncharted he was in the last of us he's in like everything that's worth playing like uh-huh yeah if he's the one of the main characters and in a the couple game, things that aren't yeah. worth playing that's he's, true. he's good as hell dude wasn't he also in infamous i think so like in one of the let's first look ones? up troy baker's credits real quick just so we can really just showcase how good he is let me go on imdb troy baker voices let's see we got um most famous roles uh joel miller in the last of us booker dewitt in bioshock infinite i mean come on he was in bioshock samuel drake in uncharted he was the arkham knight in batman arkham knight wait so was he batman who's the arkham knight i don't know hang on let me look a little closer pretty sure that's batman jason todd Oh, Jason Todd. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That, so, uh, Robin. Yeah. So, or one of the see. Robins. Uh, 
He was Kanji Tatsumi in Persona 4 back in 2008. He was uh, Talion in Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor. This isn't even counting his, like, acting credits that aren't video games. Like, he's in, like, Rick and Morty and, like, a bunch of, like, Star Trek, the new class and shit. Like, all oh, these, yeah. like, random shit. He's Pagan Min in Par- uh, Far Cry 4. He's Ocelot in Metal Gear Solid 5. He does a bunch of different voices in Diablo 4. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's basically... He's basically in all your favorite games. He's in Metal Hellsinger. He's everywhere. Love, Death, and Robots. American Dad. He's in all your favorite shit. He plays. He's Pagan Men. We already said that, didn't we? He's Frank Archer in Full Metal Alchemist. He's in Yu Yu Hakusho from, like, back in the Dizzy, back in 2005. Like, He's the voice of the mall from the medium. What the fuck, dude? He's just everything. <laughs> he's in everything. Dude. He's in One Piece. He, he's, he's in, in the Spider-Man games. He's Helmeppo in One Piece. He's in Death Stranding. He's in Naruto. Call of Duty. This dude literally is just everybody's childhood. <laughs> <laughs> he's everybody, dude. Can you imagine being that, like, cool with your voice that, like, everybody, like, just goes to you? Like, you, you're guaranteed a job, like... In that field, like, you dude, know? yeah, he's got his name in so many credits, dude. He's got, he's in Fortnite, dude. He has a character in Fortnite. He's a blade he of always... grass in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> he plays somebody in John Wick, the John Wick game. Damn. He's, he's doing all kinds of shit. He's man. doing it. But now he's Indiana Jones. I think probably his biggest role. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, though, like, that's got to be really cool to be able to pull off a Harrison Ford voice. Like, I just don't he's get how so you do talented, that. He's so talented, man. It yeah. really sounds good. Like, you know what I mean? I yeah, because everybody was like, was it AI? You know? And then, like, like no, we looked just at Troy Baker. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Man. But anyways, yeah, very cool. Um, I'm very Definitely excited for that. the highlight of the show on that one. Yeah, and I forgot. When did they say that one's coming out? Does it say? Ah, oh, dang it. Hold on. I knew I forgot something. Let me uh pull it back up. Give me just a second here. Because honestly, of all the games they showed off, that's the one I want. Same. And it's awesome that it's coming to Game Pass Day 1. That that just always just makes it so much better. Um, I can't wait for Persona next month, man. They didn't give a release date. They said sometime this year. Okay. Yeah. Better than next year. Yeah. Better than... We'll tell you in the future. Like, I hate that. <laughs> but anyways, okay, what you got? Okay, so some of these are kind of older articles, but we didn't have an episode last week, so bear with me. Uh, let's see. Ubisoft's Metroidvania platformer, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, currently has a character that's being voiced by a text-to-speech, and no one seems oh, yeah. to know why. Uh, thanks to an IGN report, we know that an in-game character named Calux is voiced by TTS, a popular program among streamers. In a video posted by IGN, you can hear the voice for yourself whenever the main blah blah blah. So basically, like they they put a placeholder in and like, forgot, and they forgot about it. It's so, so funny. Apparently, the game's really good, though. Other that's than what that. I've heard. Yeah, like as far as the Metroidvania games go, it's kind of taking Prince of Persia back to its roots, which you know seems awesome. pretty cool. There's yeah. a demo out on Switch, which I actually downloaded, but I didn't actually try it yet. So. Yeah, yeah. I've I've just heard from like every every person in the gaming industry that's talked about it said it's just fun as it fun. looks cool to me. <clears throat> it does look good. Uh. 
There, Sony has revealed the game's leaving PlayStation Plus Extra later in February uh, via the last chance to play section of PlayStation 5 dashboard. According to the PS5's last chance to play tab, uh, 10 PlayStation 4 games are set to leave the subscription catalog probably on February 20th. What are we losing? Losing Ace Combat 7. Oh, no. Hugh. I Am Setsuna. Lost Sphere. Lost Worlds Beyond the Page. Anunnaki. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Tacoma. Tekken 7. And Thomas Was Alone. So... Resident Evil, Tekken, and Ace Combat are some big are, names. Are some big names going from the list, but I'm but sure nothing too bad. Like yeah. you can get those for like ten bucks now. And they're constantly putting new shit on there, so you know. Yeah, I it's just a think, swap. I think I have an article here about some shit they're adding, so maybe we can see what we got. Uh, okay, yeah, here we go. Let's see what we got here. Okay, a lot of these are already on here. So it says, starting on January 16th, PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium members will gain access to Tiny Tina's Wonderland Next Level Edition, Resident Evil 2 Remake, uh, Hard Space Shipbreaker, Lego City Undercover, Just Cause 3, uh, Session Skate Sim, Shadow Tactics Blades of the Shogun, Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song, and Surviving the Aftermath. Uh, PlayStation Plus Premium members will also be given a new collection of classic titles, including Rallycross, Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace, Street Fighter, 30th Anniversary Collection, Legend of Mana, and Secret of Mana. Well, at least you get the Mana games. Yeah, so, you know, uh, not a too compelling of a collection unless you haven't played Resident Evil 2, which is a fucking gem. You know, uh, Tiny Team in Wonderland is alright, and they give you the next le- level edition, so you get all the, like, bonus goodies and shit but you know overall not too thrilling of a of a catalog especially when we're losing resident evil 7 and yeah you know i saw some uh guy online like a is remaking resident evil 2 like the old school version in first person mode it's kind of cool what what yeah how's he even doing that he's i think he's like completely remaking the game like but in first person with like old school graphics or like old school graphics but i don't think it's like actually in the same engine or anything like that or like using the same code like he's just completely redoing it and like i've watched a bunch of youtube videos of like what he has so far and it's awesome pretty cool i have a mod on my computer that i play with sometimes and it just makes the resident evil 2 remake first person nice but i i want i want that old school fucking scary look like in first person that's kind of creepy but uh anyways uh we got the top 10 best selling games of 2023 in the u.s list here and uh it might be a little surprising i guess uh but this is the first year Wait, can i guess real quick i haven't seen this list so yeah go ahead with the top 10 top 10 okay let me try to guess all 10 of them can keep track of my how many i've got okay okay i think number one is going to be hogwarts legacy okay number two wait did elden ring come out this year no no did it i don't know no it didn't okay. no that was last year all right yeah so that can't be on the list so hogwarts legacy Baldur's Gate, probably number two. Uh, number three, or no, number two. Yeah, number three is going to be Call of Duty. Number four. All right, I'm only going to guess five. Uh, is going to be Super Mario Wonder. Number five, Super Mario RPG. 
I don't know. That's all That's all I got so far. What do we got? Okay, so Hogwarts Legacy was the best-selling video game in the U.S. in 2023. Okay. This is the first time a non-Call of Duty or Rockstar game was best-selling game of the year since 2008's Rock Band. Let's go. So so finally something de-fucking-throned Call of Duty as the best-selling game of the year. Right, go ahead and make like <clears throat> 10 more of those bitches for us. But second place, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Yeah, of course. So three... Madden NFL 24. Oh, okay. Four, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Oh, okay, okay. Five, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, okay. Six, well deserved. Yeah. Six is Diablo 4. Yeah. Seven, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. So two Call of Duties took over the top selling. That that game came out the year before. Still took over uh, the, wow. t- the top ten selling of the year. So uh, number eight, Mortal Kombat 1. Number nine, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and then ten, EA Sports FC Twenty Four. Wow, Baldur's Gate didn't even make the list. No, but I don't know if that's because it came out late in the year or what. Like, that's surprising to me. It but, is very strange. You know, whatever. Yeah, I want to see if anybody in the comments says anything about it, but no. Oh yeah, it's funny that uh, you know Harry Potter or Hogwarts. Legacy didn't get any awards at the the game game awards. Yeah, I'm just glad it did financially well enough. I mean, like, let's be real, it wasn't like a perfect game, but it had no. it was so good and it had a lot of potential to just be better in the sequel. Like, I think whatever they put out next is going to have a way bigger budget because they know it's going to sell well after like how good the first one did. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So. I don't know. I really hope. Uh, I hope they put out another one. Or just do an all. Just do a fucking like a good version of a Quidditch game. Like, just put out Quidditch twenty twenty four. Like, and just start a new fucking you know like sports game franchise. Or just make a, a game called Perry Schmatter World, and they all have guns and they <laughs> running around just like it's a survival game. Perry Schmatter. Yeah. Or- Sounds like sh- what's his name? Something Schmurda, Bobby Schmurda. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. But anyways, uh, wait, it's not Schmurda, is it? Ray Sh- Bobby Schmurda. Isn't that his name? Yeah, yeah. Bobby uh, Schmurda. Yeah, Bobby the Schmurda. rapper. Yeah, and then there's Ray. What? What's the guy? Ray from- Schrimmer. Yeah, I'm getting them mixed up, dude. Yeah. There's too many Schrimmer Schmurs going Schmur- on. Schmurmer. Schmur- yeah. <laughs> anyways, what what you got over there? Oh, uh, let's see. Schmurda. Okay, here we go. Get ready. Uh, CES 2024 has been all about AI, from the companies introducing new implementations of technology to the other less favorable headlines. Altic Lansing, for example, revealed the return of GameShark, a brand of cheat cartridges and discs from the 1990s as AI Shark, but in doing so, so might have spilled the release date for Nintendo Switch 2. Per digital trends, and press release for AI Shark not only describes what returning brand will do in its new AI form, but also mentions that the new tech's uh, official launch is scheduled to coincide with the Nintendo Switch 2 in September 2024. Um, Nintendo has not revealed any information about its new console as of writing, so there's a chance that this is merely speculation on Altic Lansing's part. Uh, Nintendo has not commented on the statement in a press release, but Altic Lansing has made a statement to Digital Trends, which clarified the September release month to a more general fall 2024 release window. Later, the company told Bloomberg reporter Jason Schreier they were just guessing the release date. But honestly, like, 
seems like they might have some sort of insider information. You know what I mean? That's a very specific yeah. thing to put down. And then, you know what I mean? And then maybe they're backtracking a little bit because they know they could get in trouble for it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think, if anything, it's a marketing ploy. Like, they, they you know, they, they just oh, yeah, purchased like, get your thing by Game September. Shark. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they just, I think they, whoever this is, just purchased Game Shark and turned it into AI Game Shark or what whatever. What is the AI Game Shark? Can you explain it to I me? don't know. I just know that they just recently were purchased by these people. I kind of want one. If, if you can use AI to, like, manipulate the code in games, that would be a lot of fun, honestly. Like I, I don't want to like cheat with it, you know what I mean? Like yeah. on, not on multiplayer games, anyways. But like if you could put it in and like turn your Grand Theft Auto game into like whatever kind of cheat codes you want, like let's just imagine you could make up cheat codes, right? With your Chat GPT, you're getting type you're getting shit. too you're getting too ahead of the game. <laughs> Let me tell you what it actually is. So cheat code brand GameShark is being revived with AI as its beating heart per digital trends. Audio company Altec Lansing will be heading up the resurgence, which is now rebranded as AI Shark. Rather than making attachable cheat code devices, AI Shark will abandon the original's cheating ways. Instead, it'll use AI software to help players improve their gameplay over time with personalized hints. Nah, fuck that. I like my idea better. <laughs> so it'll be like, yeah, I've noticed you suck. You should probably just not play that way. Like, try Fuck moving that, your finger dude. this way. No, I don't want no part of that shit. Yeah, so I'll be mad as hell if the little <laughs> clip pops up and starts telling me to fucking like get time good. my shots better. Yeah, yeah, no, fuck that. It's like instead of going blah blah blah, try blah 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 blah. You know, like <laughs> that's what I, I imagine that's the kind of thing it's that's gonna be the doing. Kinda, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be dumb. But um, anyways, I think they are just marketing, and they know that they just bought this. They're trying to revive, you know, Game Shark. So they're like, let's just say that we know because there's been so many rumors about the the Switch Two this year that they were like, it'll be coming out with the Switch Two around this time. They knew they couldn't get in trouble for it because they probably have no connections to Nintendo, anyways, and it's just a joke. And then they just like pulled it down like after they got all the recognition they needed. The reason why Game Shark was so cool was because it was basically like mods before mods existed. Like you yeah. could plug it in and like it would just do crazy shit to your games. Like, you know what I mean? It would add shit into the games and like fucking give you infinite lives and stuff. It was way cooler than just normal cheat codes cuz it oh, would yeah. take games that didn't have any like cheat codes in them and like add cheat codes, you know what I mean? It, it would like modify the game. It was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it did. I I remember um there was like one th- thing that you could do with like the N64 one where like you could see like the, the R wings and yeah. fucking Zelda and shit. Like there's just a bunch of different things. Yeah, man. It was, that was so cool. The N64 one was really cool. They, and that was the cool. Game Boy they had, ones. Yeah. The Game Boy ones were dope, man. Game shark was neat. Mm hmm. Um, another well-known horror game is getting the big screen treatment. This time, it's Supermassive Games' 2015 release, Until Dawn. Uh, Sony Pictures has confirmed to IGN that the movie adaptation of Until Dawn will be directed by filmmaker David F. Sandberg, who previously directed horror hits like Lights Out and Annabelle Creation, as well as DCEU films Shazam and its sequel, Fury of the Gods. Gary Doberman, who's worked on horror series including It, Annabelle and the Nun is doing the latest pass on the script written by uh, the Invitations Blair Butler. So, uh, interesting. Um, yeah, I honestly think that's going to be great. I mean, Until Dawn is such a fun game with a great story. Too My bad only... they can't actually get Sam Raimi or anybody. Though. Or not Sam Or what's his name? 
Oh, uh, bu- 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 not Rami Malik. Rami Malik. Yeah. yeah, there's no way they're gonna get that guy because he's too old now. Like they're like teenagers in the movie. I don't know. I think he could pull it off. I don't know if Hayden uh, Panettiere. There's could, no way you can <laughs> make them pull off teenagers. Like yeah. they're in their forties. Like it just wouldn't work. No, that's true. Like, but I I think um they're gonna have to find people just as good at acting though. Like that's gonna be the hard part. Yeah. We could give him a digital facelift, you know? <laughs> no, don't do it. I'm very interested, though, to see how it goes, because it could be good. I, I think what only the only reason until Dawn was good, though, is because it was a video game. Like, I, I think that was the, the part that... Because it's just a mediocre, like, horror story of a bunch of teenagers, like, being trapped in a place. You know, it's like... Well, I mean, there's more to it than that, you know what I mean? like honestly if you if it was a movie before it was a game no one would give a fuck about it like but it's the fact that they took that that type of movie and turned it into a fun playable experience my thing is like if you take it word for word as what it is and just make it a new movie it's just any other horror movie i don't know i mean like it's there's layers to until dawn story that like yeah it is just like every other horror movie but it's not like a bad like and which, horror movie you know what i mean like yeah, which plot thread do you follow because there's like that's the other cool part about the game is that you get to make the decisions you go watch the movie they're just going to tell you a story well, as somebody who's played the game like multiple times like you know the main thing that changes with your decisions is like who dies and mm-hmm. therefore can cut out segments of the story you know what i mean so yeah I think maybe ha- pick like two or three of the most impactful deaths from the game and make just recreate those in the story. You know what I mean? But ultimately, all roads lead to Rome. You know what I mean? They could. I honestly, if they just skipped putting it out in theaters and went straight to streaming and did a Bandersnatch type situation with like a good with a good cast, where like cool. you get to pick who dies and stuff like that, like that would be interesting. That would be really neat. But honestly, I think the story could be is is going to be fine. You know what I mean? Especially if you took the time to like, you know, take the Inpatient, which was a prequel that came out like a few years after the game came out, and like incorporate elements of that story into the actual story. You know, to give a little more backstory to the actual game. You know what I mean? I think it could be really, uh, really nice. You know. Yeah. But I also think that the story itself is so long that to incorporate all the things that make Until Dawn special into the show or the movie or whatever, it would need to be like a TV show probably, you know? Definitely. Or a very long movie, you know what I mean? Like the They're movie, not going to do that. That's what I'm saying. Like I think it would be a way better like six-episode TV show than like it would mini be. Like a mini-series? Yeah, like, than it would be a you know two-hour movie, three-hour movie, you know what I mean? For sure. I agree. Um, you got anything else? Yeah. What you got over that? Let me check it out, mate. Oh yeah. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Over that. All right, let's see what we got here. Okay, I won't go into too much detail about this one, but apparently the Twenty Eight Days Later guy is making a new one. Danny Boyle, he's making a, a Twenty Eight Years Later pretty soon damn make us feel old i know it's happening we already did the 28 seconds later so yeah we got that one covered for him 
<laughs> we won't ever talk about that. <laughs> no, but yeah. It's buried on the YouTube algorithm somewhere. Yeah, never look that up. Honestly, that shit's probably going to blow up whenever 28 years later comes out. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, dude, I didn't think about that. <laughs> but that was the only one where the audio's messed I up. I know. So it was honestly sucks. our worst one, which kind of sucks. You know it, I mean? But with the audio like correct, it was awesome. It was like, so yeah. good when we first made it. Like It's yeah. actually a shame. It, it was like a desync issue with like, the music and stuff. It's crazy how much like, the audio can make a difference because some of our other ones are just masterpieces because just our audio syncing was so on point you know i mean we worked really hard on some of those yeah. videos it's also a mean? time capsule because like all the music in it is like a treyu and like shit we got off limewire yeah dude <laughs> like it was a different time back then uh, it really was but anyways uh okay uh yep uh let's see so it, i'll do another one if you want sure okay Sony is pushing ahead with more gaming content for this TV. That was a weird way to write that. Including God of War and Horizon shows. But what's the status of these projects? During Sony's Consumer Electronics Show this uh, event this week, Sony Pictures Television President Catherine Pope confirmed that writing is now underway on both. Uh, we're delighted to have writing underway on two... Oh my gosh, whoever wrote this was having a stroke. New IP-based projects, Pope said. Additionally, Pope said the team at Sony Pictures TV is excited to work on Season 2 of the Twisted Metal series for Peacock. Very little is known about the God of War and Horizon TV shows, apart from the fact that the God of War series is being made for Prime Video and Horizon show for Netflix. Uh, Sony's PlayStation products and internal division focused on bringing PlayStation game franchises to TV and film is handling the God of War and Horizon shows. Uh, for the big screen, PlayStation Productions is also behind the upcoming Gravity Rush and Ghost of Tsushima films. Zooming further out, PlayStation Pictures has partnered with Nintendo to create a live-action Legend of Zelda's movie or er, Legend of Zelda movie with Shigeru Miyamoto and Marvel's Avi Arad on board. Uh, beyond the gaming shows, some of Sony Pictures TV and other upcoming programs include Season 4 of The Boys, Final Season of Cobra Kai, and a new show, Dark Matter. So, you know, that's pretty cool. Uh, they got a lot going on over there. <clears throat> uh, I'm excited to see what a God of War TV show is going to be like and, like, what part of kratos's life we start at you know i think it'd be smart to start all the way back in like you know spartan times and like have young kratos you know like just start from the very beginning you know what i mean yeah i feel like they should just do a really dark fucked up anime of the the one where his wife and kid are dead yeah like just show that whole scene because it's been so long since that happened that like people who are just getting into god of war i feel like have no idea about the lore yeah for sure it's just like kind of like you're just like playing as this buff like god of war you know now and like who's just like got a son you know and like yeah it's really like okay well where'd this all come from you well know? i mean that's kind of like the whole point of like you know the first game <laughs> yeah but it's like you know i i just mean like touch on it like in a way of like just give us the experience of it yeah for sure yeah like get, just get throw us back there so we can feel it i agree have all the iconic like fights with the gods and stuff that could be like one of the most action-packed tv shows ever mm -hmm. like 
man. Because every every like season, you know, at the end he's going to be fighting like you know one of the the crazy gods, and like everybody's hyped up and waiting for it, you know. Then when the final episode drops and he's got to fight the god, you know? Yeah. What's interesting to me to, about all of this whole article is that, like, Sony has a different adaptation of one of their, like, properties coming out for a different, like, streaming service. Like, okay, we got Last of Us on, like, HBO, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that's on. So that's yeah. on HBO Max, right? Mm-hmm. So we got one streaming service, HBO Max, that's probably paying them a fortune for fucking The Last of Us. You know what I'm saying? Then they got Peacock paying mm-hmm. them for Twisted Metal, which is probably fucking making them, like, as much money as Peacock can afford to fucking shell out. You know what I mean? Then they got Netflix doing Horizon. You know what I'm saying? Then yeah. you got Prime doing God of War. Each one of these streaming services is probably dishing out a massive fucking check for a show that they think is going to be like their home, their fucking flagship show. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Sony's coming at the streaming business the right way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they're thinking about it intelligently, like with how they distribute their IPs. You know? Oh, what for I mean? sure. Like, I don't yeah. know. At least that's well. The way they I also see it. might be just kind of testing the waters to see which one gets them the most like traction you know to see where they, and then if one like does really well like obviously hbo did really well but i think um you know doing really well for the hbo app is not the same as doing really well on a netflix app like i feel like everybody has netflix or prime i feel like everybody has prime too so once they figure out which one gives them the most money like from the payouts from like dividends and all that bullshit they're going to be like, all right, this is where we're going. I don't think so. I think, think so? I don't think at all. I think what they're going to keep doing is spreading themselves thin because it's not about like, you know, I think if they put all their shows on Netflix, right? Yeah. They'll get substantially less money per show, right? But if they have one big show on Netflix and one big show over here and one big show over here, you know what I mean? Then each one of those services is going to pay like, you know top dollar for their top show you know what i mean that's the way i see it anyways you know what i mean well i mean that's that's all speculation too because we don't even know what they get paid peacock literally is like alive right now because of fucking twisted metal you know what i'm saying and all their little shitty reality shows like like i feel like companies like that have no choice but to like depend on the fucking show that sony is feeding them you know what i mean i think that's their idea is like we're gonna give you all the best show like, everybody's going to get the best show. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think any of these shows are going to be bad quality. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to go out of their way to make sure they're super fucking high quality. But they're going to be, like, really expensive if you want season two. You know what I'm saying? And, like, we're going to keep, you know, I don't know. Yeah. We can always take our fucking thing over to Netflix if you're not paying enough. I think that's the idea is to get you get you hooked on their show. You know what I mean? As, like, a company. You know what I mean? Because your ratings are going to go way up whenever you put out you know, the God of War show, like, and then be like, hey, we could take this over to Netflix if we wanted to, you know what I mean? Pay us yeah. more, you know? <laughs> no, definitely. Um, and actually, I think um says, uh, I was trying to look into why they initially started with Sony, or with HBO, and it says, um, Ragnild uh, Thorbeck, Senior VP Programming and Acquisitions, EMEA, Warner Bros. Discovery added... 
Extending this multi-year deal means our customers across Central Eastern Europe will continue to enjoy an incredible slate of feature films and TV series from Sony on HBO and HBO Max as part of their existing subscription. So they have a deal, like a multi-year deal with them for their other stuff too. Like for like, I guess they could get Spider-Man stuff or something. Um, That's so weird. Uh, I mean, there must be some kind of like stipulation of the deal because they're obviously producing like tons of different content for different people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder how Sony is involved with HBO though, because that was the the place that they originally started. Um, it says basically, um, they have they have some kind of deal, like, and, I, and they, apparently they're making money off of it being a studio without a major streamer um it says uh let's see sony pictures saw a bit of a boom in interest from hollywood creatives who want to work with a studio committed to theatrical releases according to the company's ceo the uptick in interest comes just after warner media announced its 17 movies planned for 2021 will premiere on hbo max the same day they hit theaters for warner uh media executives trying to figure out how to bolster subscribers for its new streaming service and release films in an area blah 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 sounds like this is all focused on movies specifically so maybe it has to do with like sony pictures like like the movies you know what i mean like not the tv shows like maybe the tv shows fall into their own category or something you know yeah because all the stuff we were talking about like the god of war and the horizon and all that stuff is all tv shows you know yeah maybe there's more i don't know We'll have to look into uh, yeah, that more. Yeah, I'd have to look into more information on that because I want to know, like, how they actually run their stuff. Like, but um, anyways, uh, in other news, Activision has issued a warning <clears throat> to Call of Duty players. It will now close the game down if it detects aim assist on mouse and keyboard. Uh, in a tweet, Activision said Call of Duty's anti-cheat tech, dubbed Ricochet, will now close the game app on PC if it detects a uh, mouse and keyboard player activate aim assist, which you can only do through third-party bullshit. So this works across Modern Warfare 3, Modern Warfare 2, and Warzone. What if Uh, you are a controller player and you activate aim assist? Aim assist. (laughs) (laughs) Our security detection systems now target players using tools to activate aim assist while using a mouse and keyboard. Um, The Call of Duty application will close if detected. Repeated use of these tools may lead to further account action. So the reason why controller has aim assist is because it's not as accurate as just being able to point and click you know so like aim assist you know on a mouse and keyboard is just cheating basically and aim assist on a controller is just trying to bring it up to the same level as mouse and keyboard that's the difference like yeah or at least that's the goal i think okay because like imagine trying to like you know move around a fucking thumbstick the same way that you could just move your whole arm to like aim at somebody no yeah i get it you yeah. know it's i definitely see the benefit there yeah you know and the the, the not of benefit of using a controller i guess <laughs> the not yeah though i do i mean I, i'm always controller i feel like i'm better with a controller but that might just be me you know what i mean like yeah i'm 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 better with the controller but like if you play against pc people on call of duty it's like it's annoying as fuck, dude. Oh, yeah, they're too good. They're too good, and then they get mad whenever somebody gets a kill on them because they're like, oh, it was aim assist. And it's like, no, dude. <laughs> like, 
if it was aim assist, I'd be getting way more kills in, in these matches. <laughs> like I just got lucky, okay? But um anyways, you got anything else? Uh, let's see. Anything else of worth? I got a couple more, I think. Let's see. Okay. Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Uh, apparently, the New Game Plus is locked behind a paywall. Like You have to have the premium version to play the New Game Plus, which people think is a little crazy. I won't go into the whole article, but, you know, pretty wild stuff there. Oh, uh, weird and wild And that's stuff. pretty much it. Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Um, interesting news here. After years of development and multiple delays, Stalker 2 Heart of Chernobyl is delayed once again. But, but this time, with a firm final release date, because uh, we've never had a release date before, but it's coming September 5th, 2024. So uh, that's great news, because I'm very excited for that game, even though I don't really know if I should be. But something about it tells me it's going to be good, especially if it's got, like, you know, survival shit going on. Obviously, I like survival games now. It's just a thing. Um but let me see if I got any more information here. Uh, I guess while we're waiting on Brent to finish peeing, I will go ahead and bring up the new upcoming games um, that are coming out. Let's see. So we need all the games from the 23rd to the 29th. Let's see. Any games worth talking about here? The 23rd. Let's go. Better be. Uh, Better be some games. Need some games. Uh, actually, dude, no. There's nothing. 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 From the 23rd to the 29th, the only thing that looks interesting is Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Um, Damn. And then... Oh, I guess Tekken 8 is coming out on the 26th. Isn't Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth already out? I think that's the DLC. Oh, that's the man who erased his name that I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Infinite Wealth is coming out on the 26th, and that's coming to Series X and S, PS5, uh, PS4, um, Xbox One, and PC. And then uh, and I don't know if Infinite Wealth is coming to Game Pass. I can't remember. But um, Tekken 8 is coming to PS5, Xbox Series S and X, and PC on January 26th. And then that's it. Those are the only two games worth mentioning here. A bunch of other indie games and, like, Switch games that nobody would ever play. Um, And if you do, you don't know games. (laughs) No, but anyway, so that's it for uh, upcoming games. Brent? Take us to ChatGP Trivia. Okay, so this is exciting. This is an exciting day for ChatGP Trivia. Okay. okay so we've we've upgraded ChatGPTs. Okay, so up to oh. this point, we've been using ChatGPT 3.5 for our GP Trivia. But now we've got ChatGPT 4. So oh, it should damn. be smarter and more responsive and... We've got access to more modern information. So oh, we can do trivia shit. about, like, you know, newer games. Let's do it then, dude. T- so, take me on a fucking trip to, to AI heaven. Dude. All right, I'm going to say give me 10 trivia questions. Yeah, yeah. Based on games from the last 10 years. Okay, that's a that's a pretty uh, dialed in 
parameter that I believe that ChatGPT4 can work with. Let's see <laughs> what we got here. Also, give me the answers. <laughs> you saying you don't know the answers to your own trivia, bro? <laughs> no. No. I'm just All right, here we go. All right. All right. Lay it on me. ChatGPT4. Let's see if these questions are a little more advanced okay. than the previous chat gpt could just be the same old chat yeah GPT it might just bullshit. be the same bullshit all right here we go question number one in legend of zelda the breath of the wild what is the name of the kingdom where the game is set hyrule yes what okay <laughs> all right question number two what is the main character okay these are too easy what is the main character's name in Cyberpunk 2077? I don't fucking know. I don't remember. Fucking Derek. Really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jack? It's V. Just the letter v? v. Okay, I don't know. Okay, maybe I find these too easy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Basic protagonist. All right, question number three. In God of War 2018, who is the son of the protagonist Kratos? Son of a bitch. Uh... Oh gosh, what's it, what's his name? Uh, arm, arm, uh, uh, arm. No, oh my gosh, it starts with an A, right? Uh-huh. Ar- Artemis. No. <laughs> no. Ar- 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 something. Amadeus, Amadeus. Is it Amadeus? No. Is it? It starts. Is it A R? Like no. R? Okay. What's the second letter? Uh, A T. Ad Atticus. Uh, 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 You're never gonna get this. Atreus. You got it. <laughs> Holy shit! Good job. It's one of those. You got it. I'm even gonna give you credit for that. One of good those job. words. No, good yeah. job. Good job on that one. All right. <laughs> Question number four. Uh, what is the fictional city in which Grand Theft Auto Five is set? No, oh, that's uh San Andreas. No, fuck. What is? It's. I know there is a oh, San. San Andreas, I feel like that counts. Yeah, because there is I mean? San Andreas is there. San Andreas is like the county that the city is in. Mm. What's it start with? L. Los Santos. Yeah. Okay, there Good we job. go. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was something yeah, with sand in it. <laughs> All right, question number five. In Red Dead Redemption 2, what is the Damn name it. of the gang that Arthur Morgan is a part of? These questions know. are way better than usual. Yeah, I, will say I also did not play this game like fully, so like I don't know. Um, I only played it so I could like. Okay, I'll go ahead and torture NPCs. One. It's the Vanderlyn gang. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, question number six in Overwatch: <clears throat> What is the real name of the character known as Tracer? Oh my god, I would never know that. Yeah, how would I know that? Who knows that? I mean, w- apparently somebody. ChatGPT knows this one. What sicko? What's the <laughs> What's the name? Lena Oxton. Okay. Yeah. So now you know that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, question number seven in Fortnite: What is the name of the bus that players jump out of at the start of the game? Fuck the fucking uh, the the jump bus. The, oh come on, you know this one. The the fucking hyper bus. The come on, dog. What's it you start with? This. What's it start with? Starts with a B. The the bang bus. <laughs> <laughs> Not the bang bus, bro. No. The 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 <laughs> the um. What are we doing on the island? 
Oh, the battle bus. Yeah, we're battling. Oh, okay. There Just, we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. it's the battle. It's the bang bus. <laughs> All right. Question number eight. Uh, in The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt, what is the name of Geralt's main love interest? A powerful sorceress. Uh, it starts with a fucking Y, doesn't it? You know what? I'll go ahead and give you credit for it, just because you know that. Yeah, yeah it's it uh, it's ye, ye, ye. Bro, if you get the whole name, you're on the tip of the tongue. Just say it. Just let it out. I know you know it. No, I I do, but I don't remember. You just made the noise. E. You just did the noise. Is it like E or is it yeah? It's yeah. 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 It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <in> it. <laughs> you son of a bitch what are you doing no it's a uh, yeah yennefer yes yennefer there you go. and i don't remember the last part That's okay, and i've never played this That's game really like past i'm impressed yeah yennefer of vegenberg vegerberg yeah of vegenberg <laughs> good job okay. okay here's one you will know maybe not okay. i don't know it's kind of right. this one's kind of uh, question number nine in Dark Souls 3, what is the term used for the player's character? That is kind of a hard one. The, the like, the term used? What does that I mean? I guess, like, what they call you. Like, you know how in, like, Elden Ring, they're always, like, tarnished. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is in maybe the... No, I don't know. Apparently, it's the Ashen one. Ah, yep, okay. Yep, I should have known. Do they be calling you that? that They do be calling you that, but I don't pay attention to the story (laughs) in fucking Dark Souls. I have no idea what's happening in in any Dark Souls or fucking even in Elden Ring. I don't know what's going on. Elden Ring, I barely even like connected the dots enough to finish quests and shit. Like I would just be like, okay, I think like no, very confusing game, but very fun. Yeah, very fun. All right, question number ten. Okay, here we go. The big one zero. The big one zero. In Among Us. What term is used for sus? The, the, <laughs> <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> what term is used for the crew members who are not imposters and must complete tasks that are not imposters? Yeah, just the normal people that are not imposters. Oh, fucking! What would they be called? Amongians? I don't know. Like uh. What would your fellow people on a ship be called? Comrades? <laughs> Fucking spa- space uh, Less cadets? Russian. No. Uh, um, it, it, astronauts? What if, it, what if you're on a boat, though? Pirates. No. Anyway, you're on a <laughs> pirates cosmonauts it's crewmates bro that's crewmates okay i'm thinking of like made up words i I didn't realize cosmonauts pirates (laughs) go watch out for hurricanes if you're on a boat i feel like every game it gave is like a popular like like uh one that like i would never play you know what i'm talking about like though i have played them but i'm not into them like i've played fortnite i've played among us i've played god of war but they're just games i'm not into i like, probably would have got most of those but there's like you know a couple that would have tripped me up there yeah you know what i mean i feel you i'm glad chat gbt has evolved a little bit it so it, it was definitely a lot better than usual yeah we're, we're talking there weren't any like level. nonsense questions in there which is nice yeah. you know like what is the legend of zelda's name <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, it's definitely evolving what? who is link <laughs> 
what is a link in Legend of Zelda? <laughs> yeah, he's Does grown it up. to the past? <laughs> <laughs> Does it to the past? But remember, everybody, you've been listening to GameSpeak Podcast, courtesy of GameSpeakPodcast.com. The show posts for free every Wednesday on all podcast platforms, but you can watch it live before anyone else on Twitch.tv slash Podcast every Monday evening at 7.50 p.m. CST. Be sure to join us and the rest of the GameSpeak community at DSC.gg slash Podcast, and check out our other video content on YouTube. And if you want to stay up to date with your boys, you can find us on Facebook by our names and check out the GameSpeak Podcast Instagram. Until next time, listeners. Later. Later.